Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the podcast, Close to the Bone. I'm Carl Vreeland, your host. This is episode number seven, entitled, Taking Sides. My focus today will be on the two largest political parties in America. However, my intention is to look at the political climate we are currently in from a spiritual lens, not a political one. To break it down, I will be making some generalizations in order to make my point, so please bear with me. That said, due to the polarization that exists right now here in the States, my generalizations will likely never be more apparent. To be clear, I am not taking sides, nor am I judging either side. I believe both sides of the aisle are well-intentioned. And my practice of trying to stay in the middle and not get too hard left or right gives me the gift to hear both sides and affords me the ability to maintain good relations with people who see the world differently than I do. And why not? And when I say both sides, I don't mean hateful people. I simply mean people who hold opposing opinions and beliefs to mine. Truth is, diversity helps us grow. The good vibes only or high vibrations only mantras, as I see it, are sure ways to avoid spiritual and emotional growth. When we are so easily offended, when an opposing opinion or view makes us uncomfortable, it is usually due to unprocessed emotions or psychological issues and the lack of tolerance and understanding. How can one grow when isolated within their tribe? There is a danger to taking sides, actually. And that, too, is more apparent now than it has been for quite some time. We are witnessing anger, aggression, and violence as a consequence of this hardwired tribal instinct. Or as some call it, the excess baggage of evolution. To take a stand, to fight injustice, we don't need to pick a side. So don't let anyone shame you into doing it. But I digress. When we look objectively at the values of each political party, we see that fundamentally the Democratic Party's attitude and agenda to making this country a better place is based on reform, health care reform, immigration, police and gun reform, education reform and policy reform, minimum wage, higher tax rates for the wealthier, an emphasis on community and social responsibility, decreased spending, consumer protection, and basically a fight and desire for strong government. The Republicans, on the other hand, their values and beliefs focus more on hard work, earning your keep, and getting your house in order. They favor a flat tax rate. Their ideas are based on the rights of the individual and justice, taking personal responsibility, increased spending, a free market, and essentially they advocate limited government intervention. To sum it up, the Democrats focus more on the outside stuff, the government and its policies, and the Republicans lean more on the inside stuff, as it were, the individual and his or her rights. Again, I know I'm generalizing, but nonetheless, there is much truth to these claims. Now, of course, there are Democrats that oppose some of the said Democratic ideologies and vice versa. That said, and again, to be clear, I am not taking sides. On the contrary, 
I am looking at and hoping to get you to look at both sides more clearly. Not only that, my intention is for us to see how we can learn from one another and perhaps find a middle place for our own sake. When we take sides, strongly so, cooperation and unity diminish. A democratic system of government cannot survive and thrive without cooperation, caring, unity, and a respect for the values and opinions of everyone in all cultures, even those with opposing views. At the very least, within our borders, we must build bridges, not walls. Be that as it may, when we look at the major parties and philosophies broken down like this, finding balance between the two views seemed to make more sense to me. Look, I'm not really a political person, and to reiterate, my point is not a political one. I guess you could say it's a practical one. The political debate presently has been so heated, divisive, harmful, and counterproductive and destructive, and it doesn't really need to be. Compassion, understanding, tolerance, and cooperation would be more productive and fruitful. Aggressive and vindictive words and actions are damaging. Seeking revenge, retaliation is not the path to healing. Forgiveness is. Love is, not hate, not blame, not demonizing those with opposing views. If we are to heal and grow as a country and as individuals, we must listen to both sides. If we must take sides, we need to do so in an open way, not in an aggressive tribal fashion. We must try to understand each other. We must respect each other's points of view and respect one another as human beings. There can never be pardon and mercy where there is hate and violence. We all want to be happy and live in peace. The only way to get there is by letting go of the past, not forgetting it, but letting go of it, letting go of the pain. More than that, we must forgive. It's the only way. Look at your religious teachings. Go to the wise men and women. Look at your spiritual teachings. Don't take my word for it. You will see. Only by letting go and forgiving can we mend. It's the only way to move on and move forward. Anger is a destructive emotion. Indeed, it's easy to be hostile, retaliatory, and violent. It makes us feel strong and powerful. But it is destructive in the end and it helps no one. It takes effort and courage and faith to forgive. It takes unselfish action and a love for others to do what is right for everyone, especially our children. Forgiveness takes sacrifice. It's the hard way. Yes, strong and fair government policies, reform and the like are necessary for a successful system, country, and life. But let us not neglect the inside work, our attitudes toward our brothers and sisters, our fellow human beings. They want to feel safe and happy too. They want to heal and grow and enjoy the fruits of their labor as well. We need to pray, meditate, let go of our anger and pain, forgive each other, understand each other. But it takes effort, heart, and courage. Again, it's easy to be angry, rageful, aggressive, and violent. But try restraint. Try self-control. Try 
love and understanding. Not easy. Try seeing your role in it all. Because we all play a role in what is happening around us in the world. Playing the blame game is futile. Taking responsibility for our actions is the high road. Feelings of victimhood is not. Holding ourselves accountable is the high road. Blame is not. Life is complicated and difficult, and the path to peace and happiness is a hard one. No doubt, retaliation and hate will not bring you happiness and peace, only more pain. Again, go to your spiritual leaders, your preachers, your pastors, rabbis, the scholars. They will tell you only love and pardon will bring you peace and happiness. Go to your heart. Go to your God. You will not find hate there. Only love, strength, and grace. That's all I have. Thank you so much for listening. Be safe and be loving. And until next time, be well. If you like this podcast and what you heard, please rate it, review it, subscribe to it, and share it with others. Thank you again. <laughs>